Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Happy Friday, everyone. It is February 11th. Um, It always uh, catches me off guard when I'm recording earlier than this date, obviously, but we're almost halfway through the month again. So um, I don't, I maybe have to ask for another week, different week to record because I feel like I don't like jumping so far forward in the month. Um, But I am here with Heather again today on our final day. And typically on Friday, we discuss any common themes or threads or something that just kind of resonated with us every day through the week or most of the days. And we are going to save that for the end today as we close out the day, because there might be a challenge or blessing in that. So uh, we're going to jump right into scripture today, reading from Mark. And um, I have the sixth chapter um, for this week as we are in the Mark series. Um, I chose because we were asked as hosts to choose what part of the scripture we wanted to do. And for me, uh, I really liked just one through 13. So um, I thought we could have a good discussion on that one. So Heather, would you read that for us, please? Yeah, no problem. Jesus left there and went to his hometown accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things? They asked, what's this wisdom that he has been given him? What are these remarkable miracles he is performing? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Aren't these sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his own home. He could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village. Calling the twelve to him, he began to send them out two by two and gave them the authority over impure spirits. There, um, these were his instructions. Take nothing for this journey except for for a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. Thank you. Um, So as you read through this, what was something that stood out to you? I know it's a fair amount of verses in kind of two slightly different stories, but kind of tied together. Um, What stood out to you in this passage? Yeah, so for me, verse 5 stood out. So that was, um, he could not do miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. Um, Here, I don't believe this is just saying um, Jesus had limitations on his power, right? I don't think that's what this is saying. I think it's saying that people there did not align with his mission. So Jesus's mission is to welcome and invite others into faith. Um, Since the people around him didn't have faith, he just decided to move on, um, heal those that have faith. 
Um, I read a good analogy basically explaining um, if Jesus were to heal these people without faith, that would just make him a magician, right? That's not Jesus' goal to be a magician. So um, my big takeaway from this is if we don't respond to Jesus in faith and follow his guidance, um, especially when it pushes us out of our comfort zone, um, I'm the one missing out, not Jesus. Yeah, that's a good that's a good takeaway. I like that um, ending statement. You know, it ultimate, not that it doesn't impact Jesus, right? It does. Because yep. He loves us and mm-hmm. wants us to be with Him for eternity. It's His whole purpose, mm-hmm. but ultimately, we're the ones that miss out mm-hmm. on that relationship far more um, than He does, I guess, in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like when you brought up that passage. So I read it in the New Living Translation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how if it's a more accurate word for word or a concept type translation, but I liked how it worded it. It said, and because of their unbelief, mm-hmm. he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Um yeah, I find that interesting. So, right, Jesus is in his own hometown. These mm-hmm. are all the people he grew up with. Yeah. All these people knew him better than anybody else, right? And in those days, right, their tribe was pretty much all family, really, extensions of family. Mm-hmm. But that's how they traveled in their tribes, right? So you can pretty well know that this was a a family-connected group of people mm-hmm. in some way, you know, cousins and uncles and <laughs> great uncles and all those things. So it's interesting that these are the people who actually don't accept Jesus far more than really anybody else other than maybe the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Um, and he calls them on that, right? And says, well, that's really the way this works. Mm-hmm. A prophet is never honored in his hometown. Um, they will reject him there. Um, maybe because they know him closely. I don't know. I think like, do we see that in life anywhere else? I don't know. I mean, maybe our own family is more critical of us. Yeah, for sure. Than others. And certainly not wanting to question, like they've spent all their lives with a normal human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now all of a sudden that normal human being is saying, I'm the Christ, the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And if they knew scripture, right? Like the Old Testament scripture, they would have known that that didn't mean good things for Jesus mm-hmm. coming up. So, um, so, yeah, maybe that's why it was hard for them to accept him as the Christ, or maybe they just didn't want to. Um, but then what does he do? He leaves. Mm-hmm. Right? He wasn't welcome there, so he just moved on. Um, I think that's one thing that like, I got from it, mostly, um, is going to verse 10, um, where it says, Uh, These are Jesus' words. Wherever you go, he said, stay in the same house until you leave town. But if any place refuses to welcome you or listen to you, shake its dust from your feet as you leave to show that you have abandoned those people to their fate. To me, it seems pretty clear. Yeah. Like we were called to go Mm -hmm. out and we're supposed to share the gospel, right? Like we're going to share the good news. But that doesn't mean that it's always going to be received. Um, And so I think sometimes, like, and I'm guilty of this. I've done this before with different things, not so much sharing gospel, but other things where I'm like, okay, but if I just stick stick with this and keep talking, Mm -hmm. you know, keep preaching, so to speak, eventually they'll come around. Um, 
But I think the model here is he doesn't say keep trying. He's giving you permission. Keep going. Keep going. Like Mm -hmm. move on. Mm -hmm. Don't spin your wheels, right? Like clearly this is not a place that is welcoming to the good news. Yeah. Um, So I I did, like from my huddle, I think that was one of the big things that I took away in our huddle was uh, what we call the principle of like people of peace, Mm -hmm. right? Find those people who just you have peace with, right? Like that can be very minimal early on in a relationship, but you sometimes know like right away, Mm -hmm. are these people that I'm going to connect with or not connect with? Um, If you get that inkling that you're not going to, you have nothing in common, you're not going to connect. They're probably not the people that God would call you to, you know, witness to or test, you know, share your testimony with or share the good news with. Um, Because those people have to receive you. It's a mutual thing. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got to be willing to listen to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you don't have that like peace about that person, those people. Yeah. You're given permission to move on. Jesus did, right? He, That's freeing. If he's had to move on, right? You yeah. Can, you can do the same thing. He says, you know, clearly his hometown was not going to receive him. So he did whatever little he could do. Mm-hmm. And then he left. Mm-hmm. He moved right along. He had a mission. It was to get as many people mm-hmm. as he could. So you can't spend all your time on that, that one person or that group of people mm-hmm. that are just not accepting you. If they don't accept you. Within a reasonable time, maybe it's yeah. not immediately, no. but you know, give them a little bit of time. You know, mm-hmm. um, God is long suffering, so <laughs> there is perseverance there. But, um, but no one has time to walk away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think what struck me too, like in this verse, it says, and then as you leave, you know, you just shake the dust from your feet to show that you have abandoned these people to their fate, meaning. To me, that's like, okay, so you're saying as you walk away from these people, like you didn't want to hear the good news. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe somebody comes along after me. Yeah. But at this point, I'm leaving you to your own fate. If you don't want to hear the good news, then I can't stay here and preach it mm-hmm. over and over again. But we know if they don't receive the good news, where that goes. And that's a hard. That's hard. Right? When you have a heart for God's people, mm-hmm. um, his children, then it's hard to do that to just move along. But again, we're given grace and freedom in that, right? Mm-hmm. Like he says, move on, mm-hmm. you know, freedom to know that God sets all that emotion. Right. So we try to, I think sometimes control that. I do. I know I'm guilty <laughs> of that too. You know, I, like I have my agenda, that. my timeline. Yeah. I'm going to do these things and that will help you accept Christ. And that's not how it always works. Right. No. And sometimes they're just, you know, like I think God has to prepare that person. Mm-hmm to accept the good news. And I think sometimes we forget there's that piece of like, but God has to start that. Mm-hmm. Not us. Nope, not us. We can start the conversation, but that doesn't mean that that's God's will necessarily, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That person might have to go through something mm-hmm. in order for it to be effective and to make it long lasting. Yeah. I don't know. God knows those things, not me. Exactly. Right? <laughs> um, I just have to remind myself that there's, there's freedom and not striving, I guess, too hard, mm-hmm. you know, to make that person my person of peace. Cause yeah. it, it's okay if they're not, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what I got out of it. Um, do you have anything else to add to that or? No, that was really my big takeaway. Big takeaway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Cool. Well, then let's, I think, wrap up the week with our common threads or themes, things that, okay. you know, we saw consistently. Was there anything that stood out to you for the week? Yeah, I feel like in these passages, it was always very clear. Jesus gave us two like two paths in life you can take, right? You can follow mankind or you can follow God. And that's up to us to choose which path we want to take. Um, and we might be tempted to follow mankind, but it's our responsibility to follow God. Yeah, that's a good one. I think, um, yeah, I had mine just simply written blessings and woes because it seemed like mm -hmm. that was like there were these blessings for doing it one way and there were woes for doing it the other way. Like, again, they're clear, different paths. Mm -hmm. One path will get you blessings. You'll be within God's center, you know, the center of his will mm -hmm. if you stay on that path. And the other one leads to death and destruction mm -hmm. um, and not good things. Mm hmm. You know, I always find it like hard to wrap your head around sometimes, I think, and explain like Christians don't always have those blessings like yeah. that we think are like the wealth or the food or the shelter or um, we're not guaranteed. No, we're not. Blessings. And I don't think they're really indicative of like whether or not you are a good Christian. Because, mm -hmm. um, again, that's all in God's like overwhelming. How does he pull all parts and pieces together mm -hmm. in his control. Um, and also for the the woes, I think there are plenty of Christians who have really bad things. Yes, exactly. You know, not good health, um, poverty, you know, like all those things. Um, I don't remember where I was reading it, but as I was like reflecting on the stuff for the week too, there was a, a point where it said, like these blessings don't come necessarily right from doing the right thing or taking the right step being on the right path but it almost seems like there is clear connection to obedience mm -hmm. you know like i think as we pray for you know like i think we pray for blessing over people like i pray a blessing over you all mm -hmm. as we're our listeners um every day you know either a prayer or speak word of blessing um and sometimes I wonder, like, are we asking for blessing without the obedience part? Because I feel like there's a lot of these had clear obedience issues, ways in which we should live. Mm -hmm. And then the blessing comes. Yes. And not always here. And sometimes, you know, we don't always get all of our no, you desires, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, Jesus isn't a magician. Yeah. Um, he couldn't be, it would totally destroy his purpose mm -hmm. <laughs> for saving us all. If that's what, if that was the simplicity of what he was here for. Um, not a genie in a bottle, right? We don't just ask for our every wish and desire and whim and God just does it. Mm -mm. Um, but I do think there are clear blessings, even in the tough stuff mm -hmm. that we can see, as you mentioned in your testimony story, I feel like, it didn't make everything all right all of a sudden. No, it, it didn't, right? It was not an, overnight. I knew I yeah. needed to change the direction of my life, but my depression didn't go away overnight. Right. It didn't, right? But Right. So you struggled still. Mm -hmm. Even though you accepted Jesus mm -hmm. fully, mm -hmm. you still struggled. Mm -hmm. So we're not guaranteed a, an easy life. In nope. fact, maybe quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. I think if our life is too easy, we might consider whether or not we're living for man or for God. Mm -hmm. um, I agree with that. Because we really should be experiencing some challenges, mm -hmm. some difficulty. Um, so I do, I think that that was like almost 
every day. I don't know if there was a day really that we didn't discuss something about blessings um, or woes or the path, um, you know, choosing the path, even the resurrection of the dead is about choosing, mm -hmm. choosing to believe wholeheartedly that Jesus is resurrected. Mm -hmm. And that means everything to us. Everything. Um, so, yeah, I don't always have themes. I feel like I very rarely have like all the days seem to tie together. But this I felt like we were pretty fortunate to have. Yeah, I was glad it did. <laughs> all the days had something that tied to that. So um, I guess as we close out our week, um, I just really appreciate you sharing some time with me on this mm -hmm. um, and our listeners, whether they be VP family or um, other countries too, I guess. Um, so I just thank you for that and sharing your testimony and being vulnerable um, and showing how easy it is to do this. Cause I know, <laughs> I know you're laughing. It is really easy though, right? Yeah. It was not as scary as I thought it would be. I was really nervous coming in and Kim and asked me to do it one time. I said no. And in my gut, I knew I was not supposed to say no. And then she asked me again and I was like, well, I prayed about it and knew the first time I shouldn't have turned her down. So glad I did it. It was a good experience and, definitely helps you grow right and hopefully stuff that we can share helps other people as well so yeah very very good um and we found out that we both kind of like to dig into scripture mm -hmm. and ask those questions like well why why did this get left out or why was this said or like maybe questioning why i think that's part of the meditation part um so it's kind of cool that we share a little bit of the love for the digging deeper mm -hmm. thing um so I am just very grateful, I guess, for this week with you and um, encouraging others to say yes to Kim or anybody who asks, because they're all really easy to do this with. I promise you, you will you'll be rewarded at the end and just knowing that you were helpful to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and sharing uh, your side of what God's been saying to you. So thank you. And as we go into our weekend. I was going to say, I was going to pray a blessing, but again, I pray maybe first and foremost that you're walking in obedience to God, um, that you are pausing to listen, to hear what he has to say. And um, he's always giving us the right way. Uh, we very easily find the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, human nature. Um, but he's always giving us a way out of that and um, offering us to an opportunity to walk with him. Mm -hmm. uh, so I pray that you will do that um, going into your weekend and just be well aware, I guess, of all the blessings around us um, that come from, I think, clear obedience and walking with God, um, but also even praising him for those woes, those challenges, the, the places where God is stretching us. So have a great weekend and yeah, hopefully we'll see you all around church on Sunday. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.